Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bettle of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. Well, welcome to the Make No Music Income podcast, <laughs> episode one. Uh, just kidding. This is actually episode 46 of the Make Music Income podcast. But today we are going to be talking about the libraries, the time we spend, and the general waste of time sometimes that brings in no music income at all. And so we have to be... Uh, careful with our time. We have not been shy to call out libraries and other places that are making us income. I mean, really not shy. So what about the libraries, though, that have made us no cash in our actual pockets? I'm not talking about they, we've made a sale and we haven't reached a payout or something like that. Um, what about the time we spend on those pursuits or on any pursuits that just bring in no money at all um, or, or haven't yet anyway? Yes. So now does does music have to be a thing that brings us music at every turn uh, money at every turn like we have to be making income at everything we do with music? Of course not. We do things sometimes just because we love to do it. I think stock is a uh, especially on some levels for some of us a a, a just a fun way to put our music out. Uh, it's similar to putting it out on Spotify when you have no followers or nobody listening. You're putting it out almost for posterity. At least it's getting out somewhere. At least there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> but we have to still be careful with our time and make sure we are not wasting that precious time loading up to libraries that aren't making us anything and uh, spending time on processes and websites and things that we uh, and, and discords and and chats and all sorts of stuff that are making us no money at all. So anyway, they are making us nothing. They are making us nada, zilch, goose egg. Any any zero words you have, Steve? I have some thoughts about activities that bring me zero income. Uh, <laughs> what do you call zero up in Canada? Uh, mean, zero. Is there a word for zero. It? Zero. <laughs> If you're in the uh, if you're in the Quebec region, uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, well, we're going to explore all those places that have made us no money, nothing in our hands, nothing in our bank accounts. But before we delve into any of this, let me formally introduce my podcast partner and a man who never who tries never to waste a precious moment of his creative time, Mr. Stevie B. How have you been? I've been good. Thanks for the kind intro. I do try not to waste my time. Um, Although I'll, I'll tell it's you, I'll, I'll tell you about <laughs> spending time on things that don't bring me money in maybe a, well, maybe it will bring me money at some point. But um, as you know, I don't think this is very interesting for, for people to hear, but I've been <laughs> trying to learn Cubase. I mean, like I went on a rant on my live stream. I think it's interesting. Yesterday. Cubase is an interesting conversation <laughs> that we don't talk about that doll very much, really. No, there's there's people that are diehard Cubase fans, and there's people yeah. that are diehard Logic and whatever. Um, any any DAWs people get really into their DAWs. Um, yeah. And I've never, you know, been uh, like I would never say I was a diehard Logic fan, even though I love Logic. I always thought that it would be nice to you know try out the other DAWs. It's just really um, a matter of being limited on time. Um, but as you guys know, I've I built this PC computer, and I'm dedicated to the idea of learning um, Cubase because. It seems like the right fit for me, just based on the research I've done, and now I'm really, really getting into it. And uh, it's taken up a lot of my time just to like get the muscle memory going, uh, you know, figure out all the hotkeys, get it configured, download all the software, and just figure you out the interface. Watch, uh, out. You need to watch Guy Michael Moore. Yeah, I love Guy. He I love used, Guy. He that uses Cubase, I think. Yes, he does. Yeah, I think he does. Um, I think he uses Logic too, doesn't he? Um, anyway, but he's, yeah, he he's great. both. But most of the time, when he's showing off like new instruments and stuff, or he's, he's showing Cubase. off uh, stuff that he's actually doing, he's usually showing it off in Cubase, from what I've seen. 
Well, Cubase is the OG DAW, right? I mean, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, you'd think they'd have yeah. it all like super dialed in. There's a few things that bother me, but um, uh, there's some other things that are great too. And uh, I mean, watching a lot of uh, Dom Segalis, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, I think he's a German dude. Um, he does a lot of great tutorials on, on YouTube. Um, anyway, getting it all figured out, but you know, this is something that doesn't really bring me uh, any money. It's just something that I gotta figure out. Um, for speed and to save you time eventually exactly. down the road. Exactly. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where <laughs> with my last week is just like trying to like figure that out. Uh, but I have been writing some music in it and I actually have like one finished cue already, which I'm going to share soon. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll do a little video on YouTube or anything. But yeah, I've, 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 had, I've had a hard time sort of uh, um, paying attention to some of the other more important things. Um, speaking of which... I did a great live stream uh, yesterday. I was really happy with yeah. it. Uh, the uh, you were there uh, for a bit. You featured one of your songs um, and featured, uh, yeah, the members of the academy's work um, for last month's challenge, which was to write a holiday themed uh, track in no particular um, holiday, just whatever holiday you want. Uh, most people wrote uh, Halloween or Christmas music, um, and man, we had some really, really, really fantastic uh, submissions. Some really great orchestral stuff um, from yeah. a few new members too, which really blew me away. Um, cool. And uh, man, I gotta. I'm gearing up to write a bunch of Christmas tracks. I'm gonna send. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, flood Motion Array with Christmas music. That's my plan because I. I don't think honestly. I don't think I'm gonna have time to send them anything this month. Um, so I'm just gonna work on uh, on a, on, a, on submissions for December and just pile them up. Where are you at with your uh, with your Christmas stuff? Are you gonna? I'm going to do a whole piano Christmas album. I started it last year, and I'm just gonna once a week. Every week, I'm going to be putting out a new song out to Spotify and all oh, nice. those places, but also putting it up to the libraries because my Spotify, I mean my uh, my solo piano hymns and and songs do really well. I guess that's for people who really want you know something chill in the background and not too much, but they want something. So that's one of my things, one of my genres, and uh, so and it's quick to make. You know, yeah, you can, yeah. I can make it in 10, 15 minutes once I have the arrangement down. So. That's cool. That's um, my goals for that. Yeah, maybe I'll do some traditional stuff too. That sounds like fun. Um, yeah, just keep you know, it light. And, and you know, Canada. You you certainly should have your own like like I know you've got uh, what's the one song that I've recorded already? Um, the Huron Carol and different things like that. You know that uh, are Canadian in nature. You might look at those kind of things too. Yeah, that would be a good, a good idea. I don't know if we have any like traditional Canadian Christmas songs. Are you, are you familiar with the Huron Carol? No. It's not very, um, dun, 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 dun. It's, it's, it's kind of like a traditional, maybe um, indigenous uh, people song. Right, right. Um, from, from, but, but based, it's a, I had a Canadian group do it, and they said it's kind of big up there. So. Oh, cool. I'll check that out. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, what else? is that all that's going on? Yeah, it's pretty much uh, it with me. Yeah, what's going on with you? Well, um, I was just sitting here finishing a mix for a lady in Vienna. Oh, nice. Um, we've been working on a, it's a, also a Christmas song, so she's really trying to get it done. But uh, there's been a lot of orchestral stuff that I've added to it, and then she brought sent a bunch of vocals that I had to tune, and then she took a chunk out of it, and I had to figure out where the chunk was. You know, some people, she says, I just did that on my computer. So I, I had no idea. I didn't have a track to compare the old track to. I just had her track with vocals, so it was very hard to hear where the where the cut was. But hmm. I figured it out and uh, trying to figure finish that up. I'm I'm actually um, I've got a lot of video work to do, but I think I'm going to try and look finally for a video editor. Oh yeah, I, I have to offload some things. Uh, that's become really apparent. Graham Cochran really inspired me earlier this week. I think he he did a whole thing about, you know, you have to you have to give up the things. Or actually, it was an old podcast that you had, but you you have to give up the things that are taking up the part of your time that you don't love, and uh, it, and it's an, the eighty twenty rule and all that kind of stuff, you know. And dude, uh, I think about I that need, all the time. I have to be only composing and educating. And, and yeah. the YouTube sites fall inside the education part. I love doing them. They're so much fun. It's kind of like your academy and, you know, and this podcast, you know, it's just, there's things that are, 
life-giving or or you know life sucking they, they feed you <laughs> and then there's things that well they don't it's not that they suck the time out of you once you get into doing them it's fine it's like editing video or or any uh, or mixing for for clients and things like that it's not always fun it, it it's but it it's better than any other thing that you could do probably here's I mean, the thing very, though i mean like video editing like hiring a video editor is expensive how do you like how do you figure that one out that's the that's the thing for me too because i've always wanted to have a video editor but man even if you go on like fiverr or something like that they're all really expensive yeah i, I just went on fiverr and, and put an ad out but the problem with fiverr is i usually get people from uh other countries on the opposite side of the world so there's two problems number one they don't speak very good english even if they say they speak english and the second part is they are on the other side of the world so they're waking up when you're going to sleep and vice versa and mm-hmm. so there's issues with timing and con- and conversing so uh, Upwork, I'm trying to, I, I, my account has been frozen or something on there. I don't know. I haven't used it in a long time. I have also got an intern in mind that is about to graduate from the school I teach at. He is a very sharp dude. And I'm so I'm going to be talking with him this week, maybe today, um, about maybe coming on with me as an intern and then paying him hourly down the road for some things. And one of those things would be, um, would be video editing. I think he's able to edit video, but he could also do some audio tasks as well. He's just super talented. Also comes from a similar background as me, great communicator and very responsible young man. So I'm trying to probably going to build up an intern team. Uh, I started to do that a few months back over at the school, but uh, the way I wanted to do it couldn't be done. So I'm going to have to do it in a different way, but I've got, there's just no, no more time to, to, keep clients waiting for me to get an open spot to you know get something done for them i hear you and so everything has to be outsourced that is not my composing and my pitching and my educational work which includes my my school job but also includes my my youtube channels and and this podcast you know it's, those it's the whole are thing my is like focuses a, sorry yeah it's a it's a conversation it's a it's like you could do a whole podcast on that because it's something i've i thought about a lot really spun the wheels on that on that whole intern thing too uh, because there's a great audio production school and I feel like I could just walk in there and be like hey I'm an old graduate from this school and yeah. uh, you know I, I've got to, I'm, I'm in working in the music industry and like you know I could take someone under my wing and show them the ropes if they're interested and in return for uh, you know helping me out some, with some of uh, the work that I'm doing but uh, yeah and it's that's a whole time job in, it, in and of itself right to like kind of tutor somebody that's the so, problem. so it's like are you creating more work or are you actually are you getting rid of some it's hard to say I gave, I started this. I have a, I had a student in my class who did video and uh, he was very good. And uh, I gave a project to him to get done. And I gave him all the, the videos. I gave him all the clips that I wanted to use in it. I went to Envato Elements and just download all the clips and say, here they are in a Dropbox. Just download mm-hmm. these and make a music video, a lyric video, which is just stringing things together in time and putting words on it. Yeah. I waited for two weeks. And I kept asking him every time. He, and it was a bit of a conflict of interest because he was in my class and also working on schoolwork. But yeah. I was like, how are you doing with that? Uh, I, I, I'm getting to it. And two weeks went by. Finally, he had nothing. And finally, I just did it one morning in two hours. You know, and that's the problem. I can wait two weeks if with, with, the, with the wrong person. You can either wait two weeks or spend so much time showing them how to do it that you could have just done it in an hour. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or two. Mixing's the same way, you know? And so um, it's it's a challenge, but I think I've got I've got to figure that out, Steve. I, I can't um, continue to, to, to have my, I have just a few hours from the time I wake up till the time I have to go to school on weekdays. And, um, I have to have that time to get my composing done. I've got songs sitting on the, what do you call it? Sitting on the on uh, up on the racks as well, as I call them. You know, they're du- they're just ready to be finished. I just have to finish them and and then get them out and get oh, them working. Man. I feel this. I feel this this conversation so much. I really <laughs> this whole year I I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. Uh, how much I would love to to get the, the right help and from the right person, but it's very it's very difficult. Uh, to find and it is a lot of extra those, work just to try to find that pe- person <laughs> for those people listening to us they're like what do you mean you guys are cranking you guys are sending stuff out and making money and making income and t- doing this podcast and doing all these things how can you possibly 
need Dude. more need more help. I mean, they would they would love to be able to put out what we are putting out as far as volume, but at the same time, we're like, yeah, but we could do more. We could be doing you know, so, so much you. more. We could do so so much more. I could feel like right. I could double my output. We'll um, we'll 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 bookmark this for yeah, another podcast good, for good chat for sure for sure. All right, so I also finished some artwork today, which is not something I do a lot of, but it's something I do another job um, <clears throat> that I probably should out outsource. But again, hiring a graphic designer is expensive, and it would eat up anything I made from doing that. Um, I might once I there's some things about to change in our household with um, my wife uh, got offered uh, full time at her job and so that might allow a little flexibility in in me really focusing on the things that I think are going to bring in income you know uh, last I, I don't I think I may have mentioned this last week but last month was my first thousand dollar month between the channel and the um, and and um, income from stock music uh, just it, as a which is you know you you've generally you've made a lot more over a thousand on that, but uh, I don't put as much time into stock in general, all of it, uh, even Motion Array. Um, but the channel is is starting to bring some income in through different things, sponsorships and things like that. Yeah, and um, and so that's a start to me. That's like all I got to do is triple that. All I have to do is triple that. If I can triple that, then that takes over almost all client needs, all all client work. Then I can take on clients only as I want to, and only, and then outsource anything. I used to do that when I was a producer. My producer way I made money as a music producer, which I've talked about on my channel, was to be the producer and then hire out all the jobs, and the clients paid all the outsourcers. So they right. paid for design, they right. paid for videos, they paid for all these things. I didn't do them; I just coordinated them. I can you, do that. You were the I can still do the that. go between the connecting point between the yeah, the, yeah I, the people I, to do the work and the clients. I was the label, and the label hired all these people to do them, and and so all the everything was outsourced. Yeah, I could do that now. I could still do that. Um, let's see. I, I, you know, surprisingly though, this week I've taken some time away. I went to Disney with a friend on Monday and didn't work on Monday morning. Really, uh, I did a little work for Monday morning ahead of time, and then yesterday, uh, Tuesday, I went to see Black Adam, the, the movie out at the theaters, the superhero movie, which was fun. Cool. So a little self-care there on those days, you know, just chilling a, a little bit. I go to movies by myself. That's one of my, you know, relaxing things. I love to do that. I just love to go to movies by I hear myself you. and just eat popcorn and just sit there in the dark. <laughs> um, so uh, I also did something interesting this week. I've, I have not been uploading to Audio Sparks that much this past year because I decided to put everything in content ID and they ask, they ask you do not upload anything that's in content ID. Now I had already mm -hmm. uploaded a lot of things to them, but at the time it wasn't in content ID. <laughs> it might be now, but uh, now I have a bunch of stuff that I could load up. And really the only thing I make on audio sparks is their radio sparks thing, which is kind of like overhead music and uh, streaming type music things. And not much, and like that ten got, bucks, it's like a, month a couple hundred so. bucks a year, right, or something like that. that yeah, I'll, I'm about to get a check this month for like fifty bucks um, after you know for the last quarter or something like that. So it's not much money, but it's it's enough that you could still feed stuff to it. And uh, why not? If it's a place that actually brings dollars, eventually, mm -hmm. that's what I'm, we're going to talk about today. Um, and so I signed up for a Radio Sparks only. Um, uh, identity basically i just used another one of my brands and said i'm going to be radio sparks only with this brand okay that is non-perpetual and it's and you can take stuff down you can take stuff down anytime you want it'll be gone in six months <laughs> right yeah it just takes them a little while <laughs> that's what that's what they say um it'll be gone six months from the date you request it but we'll be happy to take it down in six months um <laughs> So I'm gonna do that and just uh, down, so I can just have another place to put put stuff that's coming out. And there's a lot of stuff out this year. Um, I got I I got my first identify payment in my account, so it is a thing. It is it was it is not on the list today of <laughs> things that have paid me zero. It would have been last week. It's not this week. So um, yeah. that paid a nice bill. 
Um, hello, composers. We also had a live uh, listening session yesterday before yours and then directed the traffic over to you. And yeah, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> uh, it was fun and uh, continues to grow that little channel. And and it's fun to have a place that we only talk about composing matters and not anything else. Because um, here we talk about income just like we are today. And then I have a, a live tomorrow. I'm not even sure what I'm doing on it yet, but we have a live tomorrow. And it'll likely be at 11 a.m. And uh, we'll just talk for a while. Sweet. All right. Well, any thoughts, questions, answers? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about about money. Um, <laughs> and uh, I forgot. Not me. I never think about money. <laughs> I was adding. I, I should have added something into uh, my um, my what I did this week um, because something I had an important conversation with somebody actually. Um, uh, I contacted SongTrust starting to get uh, interested in um, collecting some of the royalties that I'm leaving on the table. Uh, namely, publishing royalties that aren't being collected uh, either in Canada or the US, so worldwide, and mm. um, also mechanical royalties. Yeah. Um, and I had a really good conversation with uh, someone who uh, represents Song Trust. We just had a quick like 20 minute chat. Um, had all the questions for him, um, and he had all the answers, and it was sounded good. It cost—I didn't realize it cost a hundred bucks to join. It's a hundred bucks up front. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he convinced me that I think I think I got to do it. Um, and not only that, you might have way more than a hundred bucks sitting waiting for you. That's uh, that's possible. I don't know. I don't did know. Did he say something like that? No, that's what I've heard. Because of what we've all not collected abroad, especially mm -hmm. uh, in, in countries other than your own, that you're like for me in the States, BMI has only collected certain amount of things, even mm -hmm. worldwide. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of mechanicals that have never been collected. MLC, I'm part of that here in the States, but they only collect here in the States That's right. uh, from Spotify plays and things like that. Yeah. Um, and so I am missing all those things. Um, they are not a collector of neighboring rights though, right? That's the one thing I forgot to ask him. I, I don't, don't know. Don't think they are. I don't know about that. I don't. They don't uh, collect sound exchange royalties as far as I know either. No, the only person who does that and it's just does exchange. it worldwide is, is, is uh, yeah, sound exchange, I believe. Yeah. They do that worldwide, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know. But uh, for non-interactive streaming only, gotten one song or uh, one sound exchange payment, and it took a lot of wrangling to get it. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, that was something that I wanted to add because I think that I'm sorry, I'm leaving some money on the table there, and um, you know, uh, we need we I can't go and sign up uh, with all these PROs all over the world. Um, no, my, no, I mean it's way too time consuming. Talk about outsourcing something i mean you need a, a publisher uh or an admin deal uh, uh to you know to, to collect on those and it's only they only take 15 percent, i think of uh what, whatever comes in so uh to me that sounds like a good deal um but uh well, for the hundred up front but if if yeah. you think there's a possibility that there's two to a thousand dollars waiting for you it's like when i signed up with sound exchange now i didn't have to pay anything to sign up with sound exchange but yeah. my first check was for like $700 or something like that because yeah. of stuff that had been piling up for years there, especially, <clears throat> Same. Uh, 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 I don't know what it was, because uh, they collect Sirius Radio, but they also collect Pandora, iHeartRadio, all those kind of things. And so um, now my checks haven't been that big since, but they're still bringing in money. So yeah, I've thought about something like that too, because I know there's stuff that I'm missing and, and I listen to the CD Baby people and they, SongTrust works with CD Baby, right? Same company? CD Baby I Pro. Think, I think possibly, yeah. I think TuneCore has a sort has like its own uh, admin um, deal as well that people talk about uh, as an alternative to SongTrust. I think quite often, uh, but I'm not sure about CD Baby. I'm not sure if they're in. Cahoots. I'm pretty sure the company that runs SongTrust does it for has that program for CD Built Baby CD Pro. Baby. Okay. So CD Baby Pro just runs through SongTrust. Uh, okay. I believe. I'm okay. pretty sure. So it's good. That's a good thing because when we'll, we'll, maybe another. Another episode to to talk about. Yeah, something I'll uh, I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys uh, in the loop about. Um, maybe I'll do, even do a video about it. But uh, yeah, gonna join up uh, hopefully today, sometime this week. So that's something. Cool. All right. Well, I want to start today with um, there's several things that I do that have made me zero income, and and I, when I talk about zero income, I'm not talking about income that they've told me I've made sales. 
I'm talking about they've actually literally never sent me a check or no, never sent me a PayPal payment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these are libraries that I have put up. I mean, if you count among all of them, thousands of songs are up on across these these libraries. I mean, I only have 250 to 300 that are out in, in rotation across these things as far as audio files. But... Um, I'll just start down the list and we'll talk about each one. And and this is not to denigrate or say anything bad about them, although there might be one or two we say something bad about or, or we say something not great about. But hey, you know what? If you if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We talk about all the good things about all the libraries for sure. We talk about art lists like it's you know, it's uh, heaven on earth for musicians, and for some people it is. But um, these things are subjective to some extent, right? Because it's very like some, some of the libraries and, and I make a lot of money on that other people make nothing on. And so, I mean, uh, each peop- everyone's experience is kind of subjective. Um, but at least two of these libraries, I know people are going to push back on say, I make tons of money there, you know? Right. So uh, I'll just start with 100 audio. These are in no particular order. 100 audio is, I know you've probably made something there cash in hand, uh, but I haven't. I've, I've just made two or three sales there. I'm not even up to $100 uh, towards their 200 and something dollar or whatever the, the figure is, wands or whatever payout. Now, that being said, I've only, I only have 10 songs there and, or 10 audio, 10 songs there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and triple or quadruple down on 100 audio as soon as I find the time. I'm going to just start putting more up there, um, maybe research a little bit what people are having luck with over there and put those kind of songs on. Because I did have another sale lately. It was like 50 bucks. Did you? And so, uh, or 50 whatever. Is it one over there? Is that what it is? Y-U-A-N? Uh, well, I think they, no, they don't calculate it in, in, in yuan. Uh, like that like that's that's what VFind does, right? That's what VFind does. Yeah, okay. if I remember correctly, they calculated in US dollars. Um, so, but okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I I'd love to have more fifty dollar uh, sales with them, and so I I'm going to put more things up there, newer things, um, things that might work there, uh, maybe study a little bit there. But I've made zero from there so far. How about you? I'm almost. I think I'm almost at around two hundred dollars in sales uh, on that marketplace. But I think the payout, the threshold for payout, is is like two hundred thirty or two hundred sixty. It's over two hundred bucks. Okay, maybe yeah, it's even more. Um, so I've never received uh, any payouts from them. I kind of gave up on one hundred audio when things took off with Motion Array, um, and uh, I'm not opposed to adding more music there. I always thought that um, as much as people thought that the upload process there was kind of convoluted, once you get the hang of it, it's actually quite easy. It's not that hard. Um, yeah. So You have a great video on that on yeah, your channel, by the way. Yeah, you can check that video out if you want to know how to do it. Um, the the annoying thing is is that they ask for like a screenshot. Like they ask for some proof that you MIDI wrote file. the song. Um, and a MIDI file, which people are really, really, really rub people the wrong way because I think some people felt like that they were using the MIDI files and like stealing the ideas and stuff. Like, I doubt it, guys. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, I think that they just want some proof. It's just kind of an extra annoyance to have to do it. But, you know, you just take a quick screenshot of your session um, and bounce uh, out a MIDI track, which literally takes like two seconds to do. Yes. Um, and you add that to the upload. And it's like, and it's, there you go. And I, I don't like, you know, I, usually I'm not going to export all of the MIDI, I'll just like export like one of the stems or whatever, and usually that's enough yeah. for them. Um, some of the language on 100 audio is translated from uh, from like you know from Mandarin, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, and it's it's very confusing for some folks. Uh, there's some very negative sort of language about like uh, about um, punishment, in, uh, punishment, and like and fining authors tens of thousands of dollars or something like that. It's very confusing, um, and I think one of the things that kind of uh, is a, is like a, a downside of 100 audio is that there's no YouTube in China, so you can't coll- you're not going to be collecting on any content ID um, uh, money with any placements and you and for all we know like some of the music that's being downloaded from 100 audio is being seen or heard by millions and millions of people I mean there's just so many people in China, um, but you're not going to collect any kind of back end on that, so. Those are two, like, yeah, I mean, those, that's one big downside of 100, 100 Audio, and it gets me less excited about working um, worth, with them. Um, and then the other big downside is that, from what I understand uh, in the conversations that I've seen um, 
uh, in the Discord, the the money when it, when they finally do pay you out, the international transfer fees are going to take a big chunk out of that okay. uh, out of that money. I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I think it's substantial. And it's like um, half, it seems like. Like if that if that's the saying. case, if it's half, then man, that's a like that's kind of almost like a deal breaker. It's crazy, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like money's money and if like you, if it takes it doesn't take that long to upload the music and you're and you're getting uh 100 bucks here and there from the library then like maybe it's worth it for you um yeah. for me it's just something that's kind of fallen by the wayside just because of, of the, the you know just due to the fact i'm so busy uh just trying to feed uh motion array and art list it just sure. it takes up such a huge well, chunk of my time I, I almost did this episode says what should you know, I think we've almost done an episode on like what things are worth our time, yeah, and 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 taking advantage of those things that are worth our time. We've already been talking about that today. Yeah, V Fine Music is the other um, Chinese library that's kind of in competition with them a little bit to the point where they both would rather you become an exclusive Chinese um, uh, author with one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I've done that with VFine because VFine was easier to upload to, and I went ahead and jumped off that cliff. So I, But that doesn't mean I can't submit to 100 Audio. I just can't submit the same songs that I submit to VFine to 100 Audio. Right. But I'm going to take a little VFine break because I've got 80 to 100 songs on VFine, and I make zero all the time, especially with their new system. Yeah, well, and the I've new system has so been far. a disaster from what, I, from what I can see. And like I don't know of anyone who said they have a sale on the new system. It just seems like they've been trying to develop some kind of new website, and, and the whole thing is just a mess. Um, I well, do. it it actually works great. I mean, it's easy to upload to you, especially if you have like um, different versions of one song. It's like Music Case. You you can put a song up there, and then it immediately ask you, "Do you have any alternate versions?" You put the alternate versions up there. They ask for nothing. They do all the tagging themselves, supposedly, mm-hmm. and uh, and off you go. It's super fast, but it just seems. But no one's reporting useless. any sales. Yeah. And people are, are reporting they're still getting sales on the old site. It's very bizarre. Like it yeah, just I had one. I had one sale on the old site, but that's it in two same, years. Same so. here. One sale on the old site. Um I didn't upload a lot of music, maybe a dozen yeah. tracks or so. Um fairly easy to upload. Uh and Not yeah. And yeah, I guess the new site's even better. But um You can't upload to the old one now, I don't think. You can't. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, man. Maybe it's worth, uh, you know, if I if I have some free time, I'll throw some new stuff up there. And if I get a new sale or a sale on the new library or uh, the new website, then um, that would get me excited. But uh, it would take you no time. I mean, it takes right. five minutes just to, as long as it takes to upload the file because that's really all there is. Um, another one in a similar. I just mentioned them, the music case. I've also. Um, just started with them at the first of this year, but we're almost at the end of this year now. And so uh, these were kind of, I, I started the year, uh, I did a video about experiments for this year and things I was gonna try, and, and I said I was gonna try five or six new libraries. And so far it's been very underwhelming, those those new libraries, and one of them was the music case. I finally got accepted there, and now I have made a sale there, uh, oh, yeah. but I haven't been paid anything yet, and I won't because I probably, I'm not close to the, the, I don't know what, I think it's 50 bucks probably like most of them. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it's in, it's in, um, it's in euros. So oh, okay. uh, euros, I believe is fairly close to the US dollar, isn't it? I mean, within 10 bucks. I don't probably. know. I can't, I think I can't remember what the exchange is. But anyway, uh, I think I made about 50 bucks there or 50 euros, but, uh, or 40 euros, but whatever, it, there's been a sale. And uh, now, it, how long will it take me to have more sales and get actually paid from them? Who knows, but zero so far. Um, Dreams Time and Deposit Photos, I'll just lump these two together because they're very similar to each other. They're, they take a little time to upload to because you gotta fill out different things and click different things and you gotta choose your genres and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Dreams Time, no, Deposit, is the one that, that lost a bunch of files from everybody, and I had a bunch up there, and I've just got them all back up there. They contacted me recently and said, we want your music. Put some more music up. We'll help you do it. We'll, we'll, we'll tag everything, and they did to their credit. I just uploaded it all through via, uh, FTP. I didn't even have to like go to each file. I just threw it all up in FTP and they tagged it all. Yeah. But still making nothing. I've made a few sales. I think I make 34, 35 bucks total off there. Haven't been actually paid from them. 
I've, same with Dreams Time, which I think is only like twelve or fourteen dollars, and they're supposedly the biggest, uh, you know, library in the world, uh, stock library in the world, and I've made almost nothing there. Yeah, this is this is the confusing thing, right? Dream Dreams Time, right? Is supposedly yeah. has like one of the, like yeah, it's like it's it's massive. Um, and yet there's just so little action on it. And it's not just you, right? It's like everyone is saying the same thing. I'm no one's making any money there. So I don't know what the, I don't know what the deal is. Now, they, all of these I've mentioned, a few people I've said they, now they've said that they've had sales. I'm not sure if ever, who's made actual money. And what I'm talking about is things that have taken my time that have paid me nothing in a year or two years. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's, that cannot, I just won't have, until I make money in it, uh, I won't be doing anything. And here's the most famous one of all, of course, Music Grid, which um, is one that, that was what it was called, right? Music Grid? Yeah, yeah, that's the, the one that's in, based um, in uh, the Middle East. Mideast, yeah. And so uh, nothing ever happened with that. They even changed the site now, but you can still go there, but nothing ever, no sales, no contact, nothing. Um, that's a, I think that's a, everybody's experience there. Even people who had the number one song on there for a month or two, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like kind of unfortunate. I think is they, they seem like nice people. They were, they, I, I, and I'm sure they are. Um, and, and they were in contact. It was a with, nice system. Yeah. And it was a nice system. It was it like, you know, nothing wrong with the, with the library. It, uh, I, I think they were in contact with a few people. I remember. I remember the first time I heard about it. I think Daniel Carazales was was talking about yeah, it. Like he had a yeah. conversation he had with them. To the, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think people were excited about it at first, um, and it was pretty darn easy to to upload music mm -hmm. there, if I remember correctly. I threw some music at them, and um, you know, said maybe, maybe see what happens. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I think everyone kind of said the same thing. Like you know, I, I know a couple people that had one sale um, uh, there. Uh, and I don't think they got any money or I don't think they got paid. Um, maybe they didn't pass a threshold or anything like that. But I feel as though I, I think I remember them sort of pitching it as like the, where they were serving the uh, like the Middle Eastern market, which was like underserved for yep. royalty free music. But um, that being said, I don't know. Maybe they're they just found that uh, there was too much competition already. I know maybe some of the, the libraries that. Um, you know, are more well known are just you know yeah. what people are interested in going to, and and it, maybe it just didn't work out in terms of their their um, what they'd hope for business and traffic, and that's probably why they changed the the site um, to you know less of like hey come get your royalty free music and more of like a custom kind of thing. I think that's what they're trying to do now, right? Yeah, I think so. And then uh, the next three libraries are also ones I joined just this year, the beginning of this year to try out. One is called Gemendo. Yeah. And I've had no, um, I've had a lot of downloads or listens and stuff like that. I mean, hundreds, if not thousands of listens and stuff like that, but no wow. licenses or any kind of sales or anything there, zero uh, sales, not even, I'm not talking about money coming to me, I'm talking about even sales on there. So right. I've, I just have been, it takes a while. They're another one that takes a while to upload to because they have many screens and got to do a certain kind of a photo that's got to be a thousand by a thousand pixels or three thousand by three thousand pixels yeah oh god and, and they won't accept that if you don't do the picture oh man so yeah um i i don't know why that is i think they have some kind of streaming thing or something although i still don't know why anybody needs three thousand by three thousand pixels for any kind of thumbnail that is so huge even so, at 72 dpi it's ridiculous are they non-exclusive like what's their deal they're not exclusive. Yeah. yeah, content ID, all that. I think they have they have a they have a content ID program where they will do that for you and and okay. collect YouTube info. Similar, a little reminiscent of Audio Sparks or, that does that as well. They kind of uh, remind me of them a little bit, but they're in Switzerland, I believe, and so um, I don't know. I haven't really uh, gotten anything going there. Infinity Music, which is the easiest library to upload because the upload page says write the name of the file and then click the wave file to upload and that's all there is there's nothing else there's no tagging of any kind i've got music up there so far no sales also pay in euros supposedly um music bay is another one that i started which is a really odd one you have to uh, send a zip file of the of the files of the that you want along with a 
a Word doc with the descriptions in it. It's a very odd <laughs> oh, uploading process. Oh, my Lord. Uh, I believe they're in France, but nothing <laughs> there yet. Uh, the one library that I did sign up that has actually paid me something is called Yummy Sounds, and I have received three checks, three different months. Um, yeah, big shout out to Paul. Yeah, Paul. And, oh, uh, I've had a little chat with uh, Paul over email. Um, seems like a, a great guy. I, He's uh, working hard at all this stuff. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a hustler for sure. He's working real hard. He's on Motion Array. He does a lot He's of on, stuff. I see his music on Motion Array. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, the last one is Music Supervisor Pro, which I would love to do more um, on. And I have a bunch of songs that I've uploaded, but I haven't tagged yet. Another one that requires a bit of tagging. They want to know who the musicians are, who the, all the stuff. I mean, and there's a lot to do in there, um, a lot of pages to do. So I, that's one of those that just takes so much time. I have every, every once in a while, I'll get an email from them that says, someone looked at your song today and i'm like okay cool that what does that mean so i I, I, but you know from my friend ed hartman who is a um a long time if if you know who ed hartman and he is a a guy who is mostly a percussionist but also a composer and lives up in the uh, northwest and he does puts out a great newsletter it's very it's very um very lo-fi, uh, old-school news email newsletter, you know, like those ones you used to get back in the 90s, you know, that just went on and on and on and on, and they had all... But it's good information. He's talking about new places that he got, you know, he's a, he gets in movies and stuff like that, mostly with just percussion stuff. Oh, he's been in huge, cool. gigantic movies, and one or two of them have come through Music Supervisor Pro. Oh, yeah. One or two have come through Crucial, and so he's had a lot of luck that way. So, but I have so far have had not much happen with uh, probably fifty to hundred songs up there, and uh, I'd like to up. I like them. I like their library and the way they do it, and I have a feeling they are trying to sit more in that sync space as a as a online place for mm-hmm. people to come and find songs. Uh, because there's a lot of like this is they don't do briefs, but they talk about briefs like this has been sent to a brief or something like that. Or, yeah. So none of those 10 that I just mentioned have made me a dime or uh, and some of them have not even had any sales. And, and that's time out of my day to upload my songs there. Yeah. Any you can think of that I haven't mentioned that just nothing has come from it at all? Yeah, well, there's one. Um, I, uh, I have not received any money from audio, which is uh, kind of like an art listy type uh, library. Um, With two eyes. Yeah, with two eyes, audio with two eyes. Um, yeah, it's sort of a, a, a like a bit of a confusing um, interaction with them. Like I, I applied and uh, didn't hear back from a while. Then I and then I they got back asking for a little bit more music and uh, yeah. I sent them, but I didn't hear back about that. And um, and then all of a sudden my music was on the library uh, that I that I sent them, and then I didn't get uh, any. Um, and he heads up about it, and I was like, "Oh, so surprised!" Like I checked in a year later, and just so happened to see my music on the library. I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, they were going through like a, I think a company shift, or there's some like sort of personnel switchover, um, while I, while all this was going on initially, I think so. There was a bit something lost in communication there, but um, I wasn't, uh, you, you know, I was. I, I reached out to them, and I was like, "Hey, what's going on with uh, my music? You know, like, uh, what's the deal with payment?" Um, Am I making any sales? Are people downloading my music? These are, this is a subscription library, by the way. Um, so, and they do like this, like um, they have this deal where it's like you pay a subscription fee, like a one-time fee, and you get lifetime access. I think it's not like a yearly thing, uh, so it's like a one-time payment and you know, all access. So I was, you know, wondering whether where I stood, and um, they reached back to me and they said that they, you know, they have like a two hundred fifty dollar threshold uh, for paying out, and uh, I was like, okay. Like, uh, am I close? <laughs> you know, like, and uh, they were like, yeah, you're about halfway there. I'm like, okay, after a year or so. So wow. I, I, I don't know. It's I'm not like 
uh, I'm not mad at them or anything like that. Or and there's uh, no place to go look at your stats or well, anything. Well, this just... this is the thing. This is this is the thing. It's like it's not that it's not that like I'm upset that the you know my music isn't getting downloaded. It's it's possible that they just aren't getting a lot of traffic in general. Like you know I I don't know what's going on. Maybe uh, other people's music is just is just like trending more and like I'm getting pushed to the bottom of the searches and stuff. It could be a lot of things. Um, it's nothing. I'm not taking it personally at all. But the the thing is is like we have to sort of compare our experiences on on libraries um you know like look at the stats that you get uh every month from from motion array you know it's not perfect but uh, they provide you a lot of information Mm -hmm. Uh, they tell you exactly how many uh, downloads each track is getting um you know uh artlist it has a whole back-end uh artist portal where you can see all of your stats and they're working on improving that and like they're they're trying to be as transparent as they as they possibly can you know i think to some extent there's still some some stuff we'd like to know um but you know there's they're trying to be accountable to the the artists because i think they recognize that i hope they recognize that the artists are the ones that are propping up the whole business in the first place so i think it's i think there's some uh you know it feels a little opaque with uh with some of these libraries that just don't tell you anything in terms of like the actual numbers uh pond five does give you some numbers and they they have some stats that there's not much of them but there's a little bit i think you can look at listens or views on your page or views on a song and things like that audio jungle might have that as well i don't know yeah each library is a little different you know everyone each one has a little different but um yeah i i don't there's I, i'm not getting any real uh information tangible information from from audio so i just feel like there's a bit of a disconnect uh there i haven't really felt inspired to send them any more music just because i don't really uh know what's going on behind the scenes it just feels a little bit um you know i just want i guess I just, i'm just comparing it with my experiences on other libraries like i just don't feel stoked to send them like yeah. tons of music which is the, my thoughts about all these 10 that I've just outlined. But let me say about these 10 that I just talked about. Of those 10, audio, 100 audio, V-Fine Music, the music case, um, a Music Supervisor Pro. I've heard good stories where people have made money yeah. uh, consistently from those those things and have had good experiences. So, yeah, um, totally. I, and I'll also just throw a quick pitch, and I'll put it in the the link in in the in the description below of my stock music book. So if you want to uh, try your luck with any of these and say, you know what, you guys didn't have any luck, but I'm different. I'm going to have some luck. Well, hey, you might. Uh, we've seen it happen on our Discord where people talk about these libraries. And uh, the stock market ebook is down in the description, and you can just look at that. And, and if you decide you want to try your luck, all the links to all these libraries are there. Yeah, and go all right. Go uh, g- grab yourself uh, Eric's um, uh, checklist, song checklist, uh, which mm-hmm. I have on my computer, and I refer back to it regularly just to um, make sure that my to-do list is up to date. <laughs> it's a great little list. Thanks. I got a nice comment about that the other day. Just nice. like last night, somebody said your your checklist is awesome or something like that. I'm like, cool. Yeah, just to, just to add what to what you're saying, like we're I'm not neither of us are saying that these libraries are 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 uh, are, are junky or they're they're um, they're screwing us over or anything. They like might that. be janky, but they're they not junky. junky. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that for the most part, there's a there's a solid team behind each of these libraries that are trying to work mm-hmm. hard to do the best they can, and I don't think that they I don't think that there's like you know uh i think sometimes people think that like libraries are out to screw screw the musicians and and over i mean i I don't know i I think that there's probably good people behind all behind the scenes here um and just because you don't make uh money on a library doesn't mean that someone else won't uh someone else is gonna might have uh, some tremendous luck uh, on the library um and it might uh, be a, a source of a source of income, solid income for yeah. for someone. So we're just throwing out our own experiences, but we're not we're not trying to throw anyone under the bus here. All right. So um, the next few things I have here, and these are just a few to end this up, are are things that might surprise you that I have not made any music income from, and this may or may not apply to Steve, but I'll just let him follow along. But the first one is something I talk about all the time on my channel. And I actually have an ebook about it coming out, but it's made me $0 as far as I know at this time. And that is sync 
cues uh, for production music for television and film. Now, that being said, I currently am having monthly placements uh, around the world and, 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 and probably ones that aren't even being reported by Toonset that I don't know about. But um, I'm talking about the, the BMG library I'm with. I have a bunch, of, that's, that's the ones that are getting placed mostly. And then I am also with another boutique library where I have some country stuff. And then I have 139 tracks at scorekeepers.com, which you is You have 139 a, tracks there? Wow. I have a 39 track, I just checked today. I have a 30, 139 tracks that are active out on their library. Now, I haven't seen anything yet. Again, I am not, this is not something I, I expect to see a check next month. That's not how all of this is going to work. If a television show uses it like a show used this one song three times last last month in Germany, that would be next year before I even found out if there's anything coming from it or if there's any kind of royalty payments at all mm-hmm. and how BMI is going to do with the German television show You know, if they pay performance royalties and what is that is it five dollars is it twenty five dollars is a hundred dollars i won't know until for quite a while still probably i'm thinking possibly we get a bmi gives a check this i think we get a payment this month it's possible i might start to see one from from three quarters ago and we'll see if because uh, i had some christmas stuff go out and so we'll see if any of that kind of stuff pays anything and and I'll 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 certainly report on that you know as, as soon as start, some of that stuff comes in. Steve's got also got you have some some tune sat things going too, right? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I still get I still get um, uh, PRO money every every quarter for music that was placed uh, on on television. Uh, but this is from my band's repertoire back when we used to work with like supervisors and stuff, and I got a couple of placements. Uh, from from uh, from that whole uh, hustle, uh, and I still get paid uh, from it, and it's awesome. Uh, but in terms of the of getting back end from my production music, which is something that's only really kind of taken off in the last uh, you know few th- four years or so, um, I still haven't uh, received any PRO money from any of that stuff, uh, despite having all of these detections on like TuneSat. Will that go to you or Artlist? Well, so it, it depends. So it'll go to me. Uh, well, it depends on the contract, right? Because they they, yeah. they split the PRO money um, on the stuff that they're uh, they're purchasing and buying. Oh, cool. Um, cool. But uh, but the stuff that like that is just under the non exclusive agreement that I'm gonna I'm co- I'm gonna collect all of that if it gets placed on on a on a network or something like that. Um, but and that'll be interesting to to hear because <clears throat> so far I have no evidence that anything on Pond Five, Audio Jungle, Motion Array, or anything has been used in any kind of thing that that pays PRO royalties. Yeah. So but, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen that on any of my statements. I haven't seen even that on the any tiniest little either. thing. You yeah, know, I haven't same, seen it. Same here. Uh, all the stuff that I've uploaded to uh, to the to the stock libraries is not placed, uh, is not shown up on my SoCan statements. So that's to be wait to wait to be seen. I'm sure it'll happen at some point or yeah, another. Absolutely. Um, so we'll see. I'm not worried about it not happening. I'm just saying that up till now, there's been zero, mm-hmm. and uh, not to, it hasn't paid any as much bills as you know Content ID has that I just started, or that um, Motion Array has paid, or or. Um, you know, I'll get a hefty hundred bucks or so from Audio Jungle this next month. So mm-hmm. that's that's real money in your pocket. Pays bills, pays for gas, pays for whatever you need it to pay for. Yeah. So so far, nothing in sync. But I don't. I didn't expect. I, I'm not expecting that like right away. I, I'm. Uh, you have to be. Dave Croft did a great thing about expectations in the world of production music or or sync licensing or whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, so I, I didn't expect anything there. A little disappointed that I'm not seeing any movement at all from any of the 139 tracks on Scorekeepers because that's some good – I've got some really good stuff up there. And luckily that <laughs> is a non-perpetual uh, contract. So in two or three years, whenever, whatever that thing is, I get those back and I can pitch them elsewhere, put them on stock, put them on – pitch them to Artlist, whatever. I can do some things with that. I sent Scorekeepers some stuff and uh, they never got back to me. Huh. They they can take a while sometimes. Um, like I don't remember how long it took. Um, and and <clears throat> of course, this one may not surprise you, but another thing I have never had any kind of income from through any dealings with them, which is not something they. I've only had outgo money, 
and that is that of course is taxi now i am not blame taxi doesn't pay you because through of anyway if they if you get something into a library there it doesn't go back through them it just comes straight to you if if someone pays you something mm-hmm. but in my experience and this is not everyone's experience but it's most people's experience the only thing i have done so far is spent money for two years on on their on their monthly, I mean their yearly fee, and then about a hundred bucks each year on their uh, five dollar uh, submission fees. And so far, nothing has come from that, including no phone calls from anyone. Uh, and uh, now, could just be my music. I will totally accept that. Uh, that is that is fine. But I have to look at this on how much can I put that two hundred three hundred dollars a year to something else? Could I put that to pitches that shoot i could go to uh sync a couple different sync things uh, jesse's got a new thing where i could pay 19 dollars a month to be part of his thing and pitch to some sync things i've there are oh, opportunities to is he pitching uh, yeah. to libraries for you now that's or uh, for people check out his jesse's site he just started this week um cool. change changing up sync academy i think that's what he calls it sync Think something, and oh, and okay. he just changed that, and he added a new thing. Uh, one of his pals, Mike, has a, a music library, and Mike's going to be giving them briefs every month, and um, you can submit to the brief. Um, I'm not exactly sure how it works. He explains it all in his videos. You can see that on SyncMyMusic.com. <clears throat> but um, but then also there's another guy, Mark, who does a great thing, um, a Sync. Sync Summit, I think, is what his is. Is on. He's very active on Facebook, and he does weekly and sometimes t- several times a week um, things where you can. Uh, it's a Zoom where you can pitch for seventy-five dollars. You can pitch in person to a music supervisor for mm-hmm. what they were looking for. He tells them she's going to be looking for these kind of songs. You can pitch today. Everybody, it, the, the fee is seventy-five dollars. There's another shot, like per pitch, per pitch. Oof, yeah. That's expensive, man. It is if, but think about that. You're making a relationship with a person in, with your face, online, <clears throat> but still making a relationship with them and getting them knowing you. And you can now email them, f- because they have known you. So it's it's well invested. Seventy five dollars. I mean, if I took, uh, if I did four of those. That would be three hundred dollars, and I would have four music supervisors I could send stuff to all the time because I would have their emails. They will have known me face to face, even though it was through Zoom, and they will have listened to my stuff and said, "That sounds great. You're free to send me things." That is what we wanted Taxi to do, right? So uh, that's what just one year I could do four of those. Somebody else does that. Uh, there's a group of ladies who have a funny uh, uh, boutique pitching service it's called what up pitches i don't know if you've heard of it no but i follow them as well they also do the same thing where they will have a um uh, and they're so fun they're so fun and funny they just they have fun doing this they're music supervisors themselves and they have this video zoom chat and you can pay 75 dollars to be part of it and you can pitch a song for a specific to a specific straight to the music supervisor sitting there listening and many times the music supervisor saying that's great send it to me and those kind of things are, are in, my, in my mind, could be a substitute for what Taxi does, which is trying to send it and send to unknowing. You have no idea who they're sending it to, and you mm-hmm. often never hear back, or mostly never hear back. Yeah. And sometimes even when you hear back, you take this. Yeah, well, so I, I heard back twice from, uh, from two of the, the, the from to the, the the submissions that I made to the briefs on, on taxi and um, you know I'll be honest I just turned them both down because they were, they were just, the deals weren't really enticing uh, to me neither of them were enticing um, and that's not you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on the record and say that like you know uh, my experience with taxi was negative I mean at least I got I heard back from someone um, it would have been more disappointing if I didn't hear back at all on the music yeah. that I sent um, you know, and, and realistically, I didn't put that much effort into Taxi. I was kind of stoked about it when I first signed up. Um, I sent them a lot of music. I sent them pretty regular uh, stuff. And uh, and then I just I just dropped off and I kind of lost interest. Um, something about, you know, listening to other people's experience too. Is there some similar things like, you know, sometimes like stock kind of libraries getting back to people and asking them. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, that's not, you know, that's not what I, I signed up for. Um, that being said, 
you know, if I had really gone uh, full throttle with Taxi and sent them like tons of stuff, then maybe I'd be I'd be singing a different tune right now, and I'd be talking about uh, you know joining a, a like a, a much better library maybe, or working with supervisors. But you've got totally the possible. whole art list thing going, which is probably stronger or as strong as almost any deal you could make with a library that would get back to you any library 100 percent. um because you've got monthly money coming from i mean because there's a bit of tie-in with motion array and art list and and a bit of uh you know community and you're you're a you're an art list uh artist and all that kind of stuff i mean an art list contributor uh they send you briefs and things like that so all that to say about taxi, um, I, I, and this will be pretty much what I say in my next video, is while it's, I know many people, you, um, I know other people who have not only made uh, contacts from, from it and they've been, pay, they've been gotten back to, yes. they actually struck deals and they were deals with good libraries that right. lasted for years. Dave has that um, and other people uh, have that. Now, there are some people who got deals with scorekeepers. I have a deal with scorekeepers. Because I just sent them stuff, mm -hmm. but uh, I've heard things in our Discord where other people are are getting with libraries that would not be considered too awful janky. You know, maybe they're on the level of scorekeepers. You know, like a uh, type of type of library. Which I I feel like I can mention scorekeepers since they are just an online library with an online way to submit and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, yeah, and yeah. I I don't have anything bad to say about scorekeepers at this point. I'll be doing a review at some point on that. But uh, that's that's where we are with taxi. So a, a lot of time spent. Uh, there's also a little bit of a problem with taxi, and, and this is it shouldn't be a problem because you think, hey, this is a plus. But you get so many emails that are enticing you to look at the the different briefs and what people are looking for. They become a bit of a distraction. I've been talking about this since my first taxi video. Um, but some people that could be the email that brightens their week because they're like, 100%. hey, you're saying there's a chance, and so I'm. Gonna I'm going to do stuff with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's important to, uh, you know, say that like taxi is a really strong and supportive community. I think it's, I think, yeah, if, you know, if there's you're, that issue. Yeah. 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 And I think that uh, a lot of people, um, uh, get a lot of value from the, from the community Absolutely. itself. So, yeah. and I mean, they do and the it. videos and everything. Yeah. So totally, totally. Uh, but has made me nothing so far. Um, short media, uh, is the, my last thing I have here. And we did a whole episode on this, <laughs> yeah. but talk about something that can be time consuming and, um, and bring seemingly nothing in. I mean, marketing is hard to quantify what it's bringing into you financially. Um, but 59 TikTok followers and 700 Instagram followers since I started Make Music Income does not, uh, it doesn't feel that exciting. And one of those, and Instagram is only pumped up because a lot of them had Clint music in it and Clint's got 16 or 60,000 or whatever followers. So uh, I'm just siphoning off that. But I, I, I don't mind doing it. And I like the, 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 what comes of it, you know, it's fun to do, it's fun to watch, but it brings no money. And especially I feel like, now, and there are other people who would fight you on this tooth and nail and say, TikTok, I make so much money because people go, but those are entertainers probably more than t educators as far, I think, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's more about the people who do the dances, who have millions of plays and who have uh, hundreds of thousands or thousands of, of of followers, it's got to be tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers or followers on those things. And those people, there's a greater likelihood they're going to click over onto your site and, and click onto your little uh, list of things they can buy and buy your merch or buy this oh, yeah. or that. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've got hundreds of thousands of followers, there's no doubt that you can you can convert that influence into dollars. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Social media is, it's like... I, I don't mind doing the shorts and the stuff either, but it's always something that's just like, it just, it's just, I, I can't prioritize it because yes. like you said, it doesn't bring me any uh, immediate results in terms of like being able to uh, make, make income. And there's so many other things that I need to do um, yeah. like content for the Academy. Um, you know, uh, I got to focus on these things. I got to focus on writing music for, uh, to keep, to sustain my life. That's what I do full time. So it's like, um, I wish that I had a better way of like, you know, whipping up, um, uh, social media. I think I tend to overthink it and like, 
you know, spend like an hour trying to make like a post, like a good post or whatever. And I think a lot of people are much better at not at not doing just like filming it and just like, you know, just putting in, putting Daniel it out there. Daniel just walks around and talks. Yeah, and exactly. Puts... I, I want I wish I, I got to embrace Daniel's mindset a little bit more on these things because I tend to overthink it. I get perfectionist. And uh, I think it's I'm my, I'm my own bottleneck when it comes to like just putting stuff out on social media. But um, yeah, you know, maybe uh, maybe my future intern will uh, will help me with that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe know. that's a good point. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have uh, we've gone far enough with this for today. Thanks everybody for listening. I hope these have been helpful to you. Uh, again, maybe you're listening to this and say, you're totally wrong. I've made money on all those or lots of those. And, and so if you have, then good for you. I'm, I'm very happy that you have, and I hope you continue to make uh, music income with those things. But for now, Episode one of the Make No Music Income <laughs> podcast is over. Uh, thanks for listening today. We'll, we'll, we're not trying to be, you know, Mickey is a little kind of like smarky here. He looks a little angry. That's, yeah. that's about our, that's, that's the thought of this, this podcast. But if you're not watching it on YouTube, uh, you can always go to YouTube and watch this podcast as well. If you're listening on any kind of podcast player, we also put this on our, our, our channels every week. So, Make sure you go uh, to our YouTube channels. We'll put any links below you need to know. And otherwise, have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you guys soon. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B Production Music Academy. And Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.